Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you one, just one, marvelous, magical, mysterious page of Talmud every day and strives to make some sense of it. Today, back in the saddle, the rabbinic supervisor of this year podcast, my dear friend and mentor, Rabbi David Beshevkin. Hello. Leal, how many times do I have to beg you not to call me the rabbinic supervisor? Uh, you're saying you, you have a career to maintain here. This is really getting you yeah, into very... a little bit to maintain, though. I love <laughs> this so, so much. Um, so when we talked uh, a while back, you said to me, you know, no matter what else happens, I really want to talk about today's Duff, Duff 58. Uh, and I want to read the longish but astonishing paragraph, and, and then you are going to explain it to us. Ready? Absolutely. The Gemara relates, Rav Sheshet was blind. Everyone was going to greet the king, and Rav Sheshet stood up and went along with him. This heretic found him there and said to him, The intact jugs go to the river. Where do the broken jugs go? Why is a blind person going to see the king? Rav Sheshet said to him, Come see that I know more than you do. The first troop passed, and when the noise grew louder, this heretic said to him, The king is coming. Rav Sheshet said to him, The king is not coming. The second troop passed, and when the noise grew louder, this heretic said to him, Now the king is coming. Rav Sheshet said to him, The king is not coming. The third troop passed, and when there was silence, Rav Sheshet said to him, Certainly, now the king is coming. This heretic said to him, how do you know this? Rav Sheshet said to him, royalty on earth is like royalty in the heavens, as it is written with regard to God's revelation to Elijah the prophet on Mount Horeb. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind, rent the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. God's revelation was specifically at the moment of silence. My Lord, explain this incredible story to us, Rabbi Beshevkin. I've always been so deeply moved by this story. It's probably my favorite Talmudic story. Forget about just this tractate. Really throughout Talmud, there's something so deeply moving about God revealing himself, not through sensationalism and the pomp and circumstance. And when I look at people trying to find, whether it's spirituality or relationships or meaning, I think a lot of times we get distracted by that same parade. And we go to the parade and we're waiting for this great revelation. And the people who are equipped and have been conditioned to associate greatness and marvel and wow and meaning with a type of drama and sensationalism are often disappointed. And it's people like a Rav Sheshes who was blind and maybe conditioned a little differently about where to look for that sort of greatness. They're conditioned to see meaning, purpose, not through sensationalism, but actually through silence, through those quiet moments in a person's life, in your relationships. And, 
You know, it's so funny. When I first read this passage, it actually took me back to one of my childhood and adult passions, which is comic book collecting. Which we share. I was a massive comic book collector. In fact, the first time I was ever printed printed anything was a letter to Wizard Magazine, which was the <laughs> the great comic book collecting magazine. I used to read it religiously. Uh, I think it stopped, uh, it stopped being published. But when I was growing up, I lived through one of the great dramatic shifts in the entire comic book industry, and that was the issue of Superman number 75. Not sure if you remember what happened in that it issue. Is, it is the one in which he famously and, and regretfully, I believe, uh, perishes from this earth? Exactly. Superman was killed by Doomsday. And I remember there was a discussion in Wizard Magazine, you know, kind of these like op-eds, about how it was not just Superman who got killed in this issue, but to a larger extent, it actually killed uh, some of the beauty and momentum of the comic book industry itself. Pe people like have a hard time remembering what comic books were like in the 90s. Now we associate comic books with the movies, but this person was lamenting in Wizard Magazine how reliant comic books and storytelling have become on these sort of big gimmick arcs like the death of a Superman or going a new number one issue or, you know, a hologram cover. And they were saying that we've become too reliant on this sensationalism and we've lost the art of storytelling. And I remember this discussion in Wizard Magazine and I actually, like, it came back to me right when I was reading this story. We've lost the ability to listen for the cold mamadaka for that still small voice that tells us much more than any kind of great big trumpeting revelation that we're in the presence of something great and special. Exactly. And I think in our relationships, when we become so reliant, in the way like we even tell our own stories and look back at our lives like are we more attracted to the like for the going back to that number one issue whether it was the comic book or the special basketball card or baseball card because a lot of these industries of content whether it's movies comic books uh baseball cards some of them have become so reliant on these gimmicks. And you see the public is tired in many ways, and it fatigues the industry. And I think a lot of that is a product of the fact that we've become too dependent on this wow when we're, we're and we've lost the capacity to be amazed by quiet and by silence and by softness. Rabbi David Bashevkin, amen to that as always. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Such a pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.